This is the Fatty Joe Show, coming to you from Casa de Cary, deep in the forests of Nutmegerville. This show is dedicated to exploring pathways to better health from a holistic perspective. In each episode, we will explore such topics as nutrition, mental and emotional health, fitness, and more. I'm Yogi, your host, and I became interested in studying health after conventional health dogma became damaging and led me to become massively overweight. Against modern convention, I went on a keto lifestyle and I lost over 300 pounds and gained a level of control on my personal health that I never had before. Now I'm on a journey to find out what is myth and what is truth in the ever convoluted world of what is considered healthy. Come join me on a journey of discovery as I look for a path to improve total health. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com slash the fatty Joe show or patreon.com slash Carrie Brown. If you want to check out all of our social media links and recipes, head to carriebrown.com. Don't forget to leave a comment, like, and subscribe to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Fatty Joe Show. I have a special uh, small episode today. Uh, You guys are going to be getting to meet someone who's very interesting. He reached out to me on Facebook. He's part of the Keto Man's Club group, I think is where he found the podcast. And he's got a really cool story. We often talk about keto for weight loss and things like that. But he has been using keto to deal with rheumatoid arthritis, which is an autoimmune condition. And this is a young man. This, you know, you would normally think arthritis for older people and stuff, but this is a young man. He, he's, he's not what you would think would be old enough to be dealing with arthritis. And he is also working to be a contestant on the Ninja Warrior TV show, which is really cool. Have you seen those guys? They're like real life Spider-Men bouncing around or Spider-Women bouncing around. So it's, it's really cool. It's something I, I love to catch and watch every so often. I'm always amazed by people that are capable of doing sports that I'm not able to do. So I want to go ahead and get into this. And I am going to call on Moises to give himself an introduction, let us know who he is, and let's hear your superhero origin story. <laughs> All right. Appreciate that, man. Um, so my name's uh, Moises Moses uh, Reyes, and uh, I'm 29 years old. Um, live in San Antonio, Texas. I'm from a small town, uh, Uvalde, which is about an hour away. Um, but this is like the biggest major city near us. And um, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, so I'm dealing with rheumatoid arthritis currently, but um, so I guess I can just go back to to the beginning or not the beginning, but um, so I always loved Ninja Warrior since I was a kid. There was, you know, original G4, watched it. Um, you know, I was around 11 years old and I always thought, man, that's super crazy. You know, these guys go to Japan. At the time they were going to Japan, you know, these Americans that were first getting to try and I thought it was crazy and it was amazing um so I had a, you know when I was younger I had thought man that would be amazing to do um I you know I really love the show I really love the concept of you know getting strong and, and doing something it literally is like superheroes you know I Spider-Man is funny you mentioned it because Spider-Man is my favorite superhero so uh, of course that you see these guys you're like man that's literally 
they're small, they're lean, but they're just super muscular and they're fast and they're agile and they swing and they climb and they jump and all of that. It's insane, right? So around my um, around like 19 years old, um, I'm seeing these guys that are coming out of like California, Miami, these guys that are doing parkour. And I find that like, oh, what is this, you know, parkour? I start watching G4 and there's like doing, you know, there's Ninja Warrior, but then there's this show called Jump City Seattle. Well, I see there's a guy on there. His name's uh, Jeremy Sanders, one of my great friends. He becomes one of my great friends. But at the time I see him on the show and it says he's from San Antonio, Texas. And I'm like, oh shit. Like, wow, that's crazy. That's, you know, it's right here in town. So I'm like, okay, I got to find this guy. So I look up, he's got a gym that's like, uh, here in San Antonio, not that far from where I live. It's on Bandera. At the time, it was on Bandera, which is not very far from where it is. Actually, Hebner. It's on Hebner, and it was not very far from where I live, probably about three miles. So uh, I'm like, man, I got to go. So I go and meet this guy. And the craziest thing is because when I was younger, right, you know, you have like your friends at school, but they're not really your friends, right? It, it's kind of weird because you you meet cliques. It's like the jocks. They have like those jocks. It's the jocks. They, they're their little clique. And you like, I skateboarded. And skateboarders all had their little cliques. And it wasn't like some Something you meet someone and they're like, oh, they instantly inviting you. It's kind of like, uh, who are you type of thing. Well, I didn't get that with Jeremy at all. I come into the gym and he's just like, yeah, man. I tell him like, I saw you on TV. I want to train for Ninja Warrior. I, you know, I saw, you know, you, you do your thing. And I thought it was really great. And he's just like, yeah, man. And you can, he's like, oh, you can come here and we do meetups every week. And, you know, if you, it was just weird because he had this energy about him. And it was just like, there's this inviting energy of something I'd never really experienced in life up until that point. And so I was just like, man, I, I went into this world world thinking like, okay, I started training, started getting strong. I was probably at that time around 220 pounds, right? And, um, but I lost a lot of weight because I wanted to do it. So I was got, you know, I got really lean. I got down to like, probably like 170 ish during that time frame. And I was, you know, really strong. Well, ended up meeting who uh, the girl who ends up becoming my son's mom. Once I get involved with her, I'd kind of uh, just stop training. I, I kind of lose interest because at the time you had to be 21 to compete. I was only 19. So I couldn't even submit a video for two years anyway. So I got just lazy and then life happens and then you have a kid. And at that time, I just I started getting depressed. Um, I wasn't really active. And I just started gaining weight and I started gaining weight and gaining weight. Um, and uh, what ended up happening is basically uh, me and me and my son's mom split up. And at that time, you know, I'm depressed, um, moving back in with my parents and I'm just like, man, I don't know what to do. So I remember going, this is like that crazy moment in life, right? So I remember going to the HEB, which is like the, the grocery store here in Texas this is a great grocery store. And uh, I end up going and I remember looking at the scale, I go to the scale, you know, those little scales where you can weigh your and do like your blood pressure and all that. So I do the little blood pressure. It says, I think it says like average or whatever. But I remember looking at the number. I remember looking at the number and it said 297 pounds, 297.6, 297.6. And I, I was just like, what, where did I go? You know, I, two, two years prior to that, maybe I was, no, uh, yeah, two years prior to that, I was 170 training for Ninja Warrior. And now I'm, you know, almost double that weight, right? And I don't know what's going on, right? So uh, I'm just sad. I'm depressed. I don't know what to do, right? So I'm, I go, I, I leave the store. I think I grab like chips, soda, whatever, right? I go to the car. Uh, well, right next to the, right next to there is, um, right next to there is a, a big ditch, this huge ditch, right? So I, I go walking and I'm just thinking, I'm like, man, you know, it's like a Thursday night. I don't know. I have to work in the morning, but I'm just like, you know, I'm sad. I just want to walk. So I go into the ditch, right? And there's a huge wall, 
like three, four stories tall. And the way it is, because it's like by a highway, there's a highway that goes down and it's like, it's at an angle where as you go up the highway, it just gets higher and higher. So I go up to that wall, I go sit up there and I'm just like, you know, like I'm sad. I don't know what I'm supposed to do with my life. I don't know why I'm here. Like, uh, I feel like I lost everything. Right. And I'm like, there's no way like I'm coming back from this. So I have this ugly feeling. I'm like, you know what? I can just sit in on this wall several stories you know whatever and i'm like i could just lean forward i could fall and i could just be done like and i don't i'm not feeling sad anymore i'm not dealing with this pain i'm not doing anything but something inside's like nah don't something ugly ugly cold feelings in the pit of my stomach so i'm like okay you know i'm gonna leave right so i leave well during this time when i was with my son's mom it i really cut off all my friends like i stopped associating with pretty much my friends uh my family barely you know um So I had deleted Facebook. I had deleted all social medias, right? Well, I had maybe added them back a couple of days before that. So I go home just contemplating everything. So I had messaged my friend, Jeremy. I I hadn't spoken to him probably two years, right? He messages me back and he's like, hey man, you know, I, I, I see that you're back on, you know, social media. I see that you've gained some weight and I don't want you to feel like, you know, you're going to be judged. I want you to be able to come back into the, uh, the parkour community and feel like you can, you can feel like you're accepted and we're not going to judge you. You know, you're going to get back on, you know, your track. And I was just like, it was literally like that, that moment, you know, that I never been the person that's like been super religious but there was like that moment I was like I could just whatever and I asked like in my mind what's gonna happen like what what do I do you know but then it was like bam right after that you know I don't do that and it's just like click this is what you have to do so I contemplate the next time you know what I did all this um almost 300 pounds but like is that gonna stop me right no it's not it i i I was gonna try to for ninja warrior that's what i wanted to do right that's why i wanted to do parkour and the whole reason i did wanted to do parkour was all the greatest people from america were coming from parkour right so that's why i got into parkour and and i love it but it's one of those things that's that's where it was and i was like well why did i do it that was a ninja ninja that's the goal right so if if parkour was there and this is reaching out because of that you know and my i need a goal right i'm almost 300 pounds but i'm not gonna just like stop i i say all right so that's the goal so ninja right ninja's the goal what's the goal to make it to vegas right because that's the finals so i i tell myself that's that's my goal i'm gonna make it to vegas i'm gonna be one of those hundred people that gets to go because if i can go from where i'm at now to one of those hundred people then like i've done it like i've i've overcome the odds right so it all starts it all starts small it all starts you know eating right running doing all that and within the span of was that 2015 to 2017 span of two years um i was able to lose get down back to one but when i can eventually i get to a point where i'm gonna i'm gonna ninja it's gonna it's gonna happen right so between that time i don't know uh, 161 that's how much i weighed before i went to ninja so in that time i go through this process so it all starts it life was crazy and i was working at a hospital for two and a half years i had an opportunity to trampoline park to be a manager i go to that job to try to be the trampoline manager i'm there for three months i work my tail off they end up being like uh once everything's finally done everything's all set up oh we don't need you anymore 
I'm like, I left a job I was at for two and a half years for this, like on a whim. Like they were like, they didn't have, they had a manager. I went, I got a job part-time. I was like, this is just going to be extra. They had a manager. He quit the first weekend. They are like, you're the oldest person. You seem responsible and you do, you're trying to do for ninja stuff. Like you seem like you love trampolines. Like, and we need someone who's going to like start now and we'll pay you three times what you make. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll go. That's cool. And I do this for a few months and then bam, I'm, I don't have a job. I'm like, oh God. And so during all this time, when all this is happening, I'm still training for ninja, right? I'm losing weight. I'm doing all this dieting, but my life, my actual life is crazy. <laughs> I, I go see my friends. So I have a friend, his name's Thomas Stillings. If you watch the show, American Ninja Warrior, you know him as the genie ninja. He's been to Vegas several times. He's a great athlete, one of my best friends. And so I go to him. I had just, I had a, had a catering job on and off. And I luckily, when I lost that job at the trampoline park, I called the lady that I did catering for. And I literally had a, like a full-time job the next day. So I was just so lucky that I was able to really start because they were like, well, we actually had two people quit today. So yeah, we need people. I'm like, all right, great. But I'm like, this is catering. I don't want to do this, right? So I go and I see my friends and my friend's just opening up a brand new ninja gym in, in San Antonio literally just finished like just finished building it to the point where like it's a gym but it's still pretty bare like because with ninja gyms not like a regular gym you can't go and buy dumbbells and weight benches no like you need to build everything these obstacles there's not like a there are some sites now there are some sites now you can pre-buy a warped wall you can pre-buy a salmon ladder and they're ridiculously expensive uh, or you can build them and that's half the fun right you have to like you have to make it like you know these are giant productions for these obstacles. So these are not easy things to build, right? So I luckily go there. He wants me to be his manager. And I'm like, because he's like, I need an office manager. You know, me and my other friend who helped him run the gym at the time, Mike Avery, uh, another great friend of mine, they they were the ones running the gym. They're like, we like you, you know business. You were doing shipping and receiving, you know how to run things. You were running a trampoline park. They're, you know, they're young guys, they're gymnastics coaches. Uh, my friend Thomas, you know, luckily he's an amazing athlete and he got really successful off of Ninja. So he was able to get, you know, the the ability to own a gym you know like in that sense get the loans get all that stuff going but they didn't know that business aspect of it so they're like you know this stuff i'm like i i know enough i guess uh so i do that well, right at that time, luckily, again, everything, I feel like everything's for a reason because uh, they picked several cities, you know, and luckily one of them gets to be San Antonio. So I'm like, awesome. Ninja Warrior is going to be in my backyard. This is, this is my opportunity. I've been training. I'm at the, I'm physically able a couple weeks before because the way it worked with Ninja is there's you you make a you make a submission video right you make a submission video and thousands and thousands of people submit these videos a lot 50,000 right well they're going to pick 600 they're going to pick 600 and 100 from each region and they're going to divide it up into six so you need to make sure that your video is that great you what is you what do you bring to the table right I, I submitted and I admit the first submission video I made was probably not the best quality so I don't, I don't, I'm not upset that I didn't get picked. <laughs> so, um, but luckily this was the year I like that year I submitted, but I, I didn't probably do a great video. So this, this year it's going to be here. And the only other way, if you don't get picked is the walk online. And so what's the walk online? It, you walk on, right? You go to the show and you know, you do it. And then you think it starts like what the day before 
it should maybe but it started getting crazy with people because they started the walk online where they knew once they knew where the city was i'm gonna go start the walk online a month before so i'm gonna drop my whole life to go do this walk online well luckily right there are people that can do that luckily the two people that decided to do that for our city came into our gym because we were one of the only gyms in town so then they tell us oh yeah we're starting the walk online because it's like i don't know maybe almost three weeks probably before the actual ninja warrior date so they're like yeah we already have this many people like they have six or they have seven no that so i'm like all right well i'm in cool so then now i'm number eight i'm like awesome and the thing is it's like even though it's unofficial whoever starts it they email production the actual production for ats but ats is the company that does american ninja warrior so they email them hey i'm unofficially starting the walk online now this went great for years up until like a year after our season uh but basically just someone would unofficially start it and then everybody that started going to that city would go and they would add on to their line and basically like that's how you you get another shot on the show so I luckily was part of those people that got to got another shot on the show. And that's how I got to compete initially. So, and you still have to go through all like the regular rules. And of course it's a show. So they have to film you and stuff. And then they have like the, the walk on stuff. Right. So I, I get to go, I find, you know, I get to compete. So like my whole, I feel like my whole, everything that I've done up into that moment, right. I've lost 140 pounds. I'm like, man, this is, this is it. So I go and I get to compete and I make a, a technical error and I fall in on the fourth obstacle, wait all night to see if I can qualify for a second night. I don't qualify. Uh, so afterwards training that whole next year. Right. So I'm like, I'm going to make it back because I'm like, I made it to city. I got to compete. Right. I got to compete, but my goal wasn't to, I mean, my goal was to compete. Yes. But my goal was to make it to the finals. So I didn't, I didn't achieve my goal. So I'm trying to compete. Well, I ended up breaking my ankle, right? And I didn't realize it was broken. I just thought I rolled it like I was walking. I was actually walking at the time at the mall and I just stepped funny and I was just like, ah, and I felt like a crack, a little crunchy crack, like if you're squishing a chip. And I'm like, ah, that didn't feel good. And then instantly I'm like, oh, I'll try to put weight on it. I'm like, I can't. I'm like, no, that hurts a lot, a lot, a lot. So I think it's okay. And I'm like, it's not healing and it's just not getting better. And that's when I'm like, man, okay. So maybe this is something more serious than just like a roll. So I ended up like still working on it. And I find out like later, cause like I didn't have insurance at the time. I couldn't really go to the hospital to see like how it was. I was just trying to ride it out. And it, I started having pain in my hip too. And I was like, man, why does my hip hurt so bad? Like this, it hurts a lot. Like, I mean, I have been, I've broken bones before. I've done all this stuff and it never hurt like that. And I ended up going to the hospital and they're like, yeah, you have a, you have a golf ball size amount of fluid built up in your hip joint socket. And, and that's, that's why it hurts like that. That's why you can't move. You know, it's why it's in such pain. I'm like, oh man. So they end up having to do all these scans and all this stuff. Well, they say I have a cam lesion, which is basically a flat spot on your hip joint, like the ball of your hip that goes in your hip joint socket. So it's a flat spot. And since that flat spot, you know, your hip ro rotates every time you're walking, uh, it, it's a point basically, and it's just carving the cartilage that's in my hip joint away. And I'm like, man, so between then I'm trying to find a whole path to get like an orthopedic surgeon and they're doing all these tests. And I go to so many labs, so many tests. I'm trying to go from one doctor to another because my insurance doesn't cover it. So the new 
doctor's like, no, we need to run these other tests. I'm like, I'll go in and they come back and they're like, yeah. And, and like my knee starts hurting too. And I'm like, my knee swells up and I have to go get my knee checked. I'm like, man, is this like, is it like, because my hip and my ankle were hurt and now my, my knee was like trying to take extra stress for them. And that's why it starts hurting. And they do all these scans. And then this, one of the scans comes, they're like, no, this isn't like, this isn't, I mean, you have a cam lesion, that's a thing, but this isn't all this stuff that's going on isn't caused by that hip defect or the broken ankle. It's rheumatoid arthritis that hadn't been diagnosed. After all that, I'm like, well, gosh, now I'm just like, I'm broken. Like, what do I do? <laughs> so I'm having to find, you no, know, I'm like, and at this time, like when I was big, I got so big because when I was sad, I'd eat. I just eat all the time. Like all the time. I'm sure you were big too, man. I know, you know, just the, you're, you're just eating and eating. And just because you're bored, you're going to just eat something. And I remember like my normal Friday night were three king size candy bars and a pint of ice cream on top of huge meals and soda, tons of soda, probably like a liter or two liters of soda every day. I know why I got that big. So then I'm depressed now again after Ninja and I'm going back to eating and like I'm eating bad. My body's hurting. And I'm not correlating the two. Like, I'm not like, I'm eating terrible. It's making me feel worse because of my condition. And I don't know if it's because I'm like, I'm not just not seeing it. Or I think it's more just that's my depressed state is just to eat. You know, I'm sad. I just eat. So finally find some medicine that starts working somewhat. Then I start feeling better. I, so at this point, I mean, once all the Ninja stuff happened and all that, I like cut myself off. I just cut it off of Facebook, deleted a bunch of people. I couldn't see it. I was a ninja coach and it was great. And then I was, I was hurt and I couldn't do anything. And I was like, your thing, like your thing, like everybody has, I feel like a thing that makes them them. Like, you know, somebody and you're like, they do that. And that like signifies their character. And that's how I was. I felt like that was me with ninja and parkour. I was that guy. And then you're hurt and you can't do anything. And who do you become? It seems like. And, yeah, uh, well, I, uh, you know, before I was a truck driver, I did pro wrestling. It was part of who I was It's part of who I got known for, even though I did it for a very short time, but I was the big guy i was an athlete i was you know I, I was this powerhouse i got hurt in a car accident and next thing you know like you down so i know exactly where you're coming from and uh i i mean barely could move and and i've, I've seen guys with rheumatoid arthritis before like i i know guys that could barely get out of bed in the morning because they hurt so bad and it, it you know and i know that feeling well so what was something you you got this diagnosis and now you're you're actually treating rheumatoid arthritis with diet right what got you turned on to to keto as a pursuit of uh dealing with rheumatoid arthritis and how is it working for you so the biggest thing i think for me is i needed to get to the point where i was like okay diet i, I needed that breaking point right so with whole the whole covid i started drinking a lot and there was a point at which i was like man i just feel terrible my body always hurts and i was like you know what diet maybe it's i'm i'm drinking a lot i'm eating bad and it's got to be diet right i start trying to do the, you know what I'm like, you know what, I start looking up just regular rheumatoid arthritis, best, best diets for rheumatoid arthritis, Google search, right? So one of them comes up, I think, uh, man, it's it's one of the really popular YouTubers, he's a doctor, and and he, it comes up, it says like best diet for keto, and it ended up, it ended up being a best diet for rheumatoid arthritis, and it ended up being like a link to one of his keto videos, and I started watching, I was like, all right, might be something to this, right? So that was maybe a week before I went back to the ninja gym, and I finally, I feel like healthy enough, I'm, I'm dieting, I'm definitely feeling a lot better just doing all natural diet right all natural no additives 
all the meats, like, you know, all the, all the, all natural, no preservatives, right? Uh, no sodas, anything like that, right? So I go back to the gym. Well, there's a guy there. He's a doctor. His name is Dr. Seda. And he tells me, and I'm telling him about my rheumatoid arthritis. He's like, you need to do keto. He's like, you need to do keto. You need to do it for three months. And it's going to change your life. And I'm just like, he's like, he's like, every doctor is going to tell you, take this, take that, take this, because they want to sell you. This is their medicine. That's what they're, that's their job as a doctor. You know, ultimately at the end of the day that they're selling the product, they want you to, to take the medicine. Right. So, and then I was like, I remember that video I had saw I was like, okay. So I go, I was like, you know what? And he tells me, you know, but you need to have also a lot of probiotics. So he's saying like, you know, like the whole fat yogurt and everything, which is terrible. It's so hard to eat. Uh, <laughs> but, but probiotics, right? I start, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do this keto thing. What is it? Just eggs and meat. And I just can't eat anything but that, right? And avocados. I've got to eat like so many avocados. And oh, the humanity. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, right. So it's just like, but I can't have, I can't have, you know, all these other sugary things that I love or grains or anything, right? Bread. God, this brush it, bread is so great. Uh, but man, I, I start doing it within two days. Like I was already starting to feel better all natural. Within two days, I can start visibly seeing the, the inflammation of my knee. And my knee is like the size of a coconut. Like it's huge, gigantic, gigantic, right? I'm like, man, I can move so much better. There's not as much pain within just days of it, right? And I'm like, oh, this is, this is the, this is the cure. And I was like, man, what, like, this is what I've been searching for. So I started doing this diet, you know, and I, uh, one of my friends, uh, Joey, he's a, a reporter here in town for, I think he, he does for, um, uh, I feel bad. I think it's a uh, NPR. He tells me about the keto group. Cause I post something about keto. I've been doing it a couple of days or something. And he tells me about it. And he's the one that tells me about the keto men's club. And that's how I got in contact with the keto men's club. And, and that, that was just great just because it was so many other guys that were doing the same kind of stuff that I was doing, at least similar, right? We're all changing our diets. We're all, we're all trying to make ourselves better. It was, it was encouraging because I'm like, okay, so I'm not crazy. Cause the part of it is like, is this just, is this like a placebo effect? Am I just eating all this? Like eggs and stuff. And I'm just like, my mind's telling me that I'm getting better, but I'm not really getting better. But then I see everybody's results in this group. And I'm like, okay, no, like there's something to this. It was, it was crazy. So as I start doing this, I start backing off some of my medications that I'm taking to see like, is it is it going to stay the same? Is it going to get better? Is is it like a combination? And I so far successfully, uh, I I've had not taken one of the one of the ones which is an injection, and I've been feeling better than that I did before. Um, and and I, I wholeheartedly believe it's because I'm not eating a whole bunch of inflammatories that are all making my joints feel like lava. So like yeah, I I really know that feeling and. The Keto Man's Club, it's a great place to be in for support for a lot of dudes, very positive place, and it's a great place to learn as well. I could relate to the joints not being on fire. I did my keto mainly for brain health with CTE types issues because of getting hit in the head a lot through the sports that I did. But it's an amazing, you have an amazing story of progress. And I definitely want to check back in with you. And I want to make this kind of an ongoing thing of, of talking to you and seeing your progress. And I want to follow you up to your tryout. I also want to talk to you after you're done with the tryouts and where you're going from there and give us an update and, and like really make this an ongoing thing because I think you have a really cool, amazing story and you have an amazing goal that you're trying to reach. And I want to encourage my audience to, to look you up 
and to support you and give you a, a lot of uh, love and, and uh, encouragement to keep going. So can you give me a way to contact you either through Facebook or whatever, you know, how can people send you that, that inspiration to keep you going? So I do have a like Instagram. Uh, so like I, you know, we have to make up a ninja name, right? Ninja moniker. So, uh, so mine, I was like, I, I, I was like, how did I convey that I lost all this weight that I, I got smaller? Right. So I was like trying to think of a thing. So slim down ninja. So just S L I M down ninja. Right. So I, cause I slimmed down and, and crazy because I like was tiny and then got big and then got tiny again. And it's like, I, I seem like I'm pretty good at this. So maybe it's like a fitting name because I like, <laughs> I'm able to able to do it, I guess, relatively easily. I mean, not easily, but uh, <laughs> I can do it. It's not fun sometimes though. <laughs> um, but yeah, and and it's crazy that you mentioned that too, because uh, just yesterday they posted uh, the sign, the, the new applications are up. So you have three weeks, December 14th is, is the deadline. So we got the next three weeks to, to put a great video together. I have some great friends that are going to be helping me work on it. Uh, I'm really confident. I think that with all my story uh, that I just told you <laughs> that, I mean, I feel like I, I can do it. If I, if I feel like if I get another shot, I can do it because I feel like where I made a technical error last time, I don't think I'll do that this time. I'll, I think that I'll do a lot better and because I've gone through so much more um, and I want it. I want it more than, than I'm sure a lot of the people that say they want it. <laughs> even yeah. though not to not to step on anybody else but i this is like eat sleep dream you know what i mean it's just you just got to do it and uh yeah i really appreciate the opportunity to come on and tell you tell my story and and just to to speak with y'all oh uh, it's not a problem man and uh you know i wish i could get you on quicker it's this being a a, a one person primarily one person operation it's kind of hard to balance everything but I want to, you know, everybody who's watching on the YouTube version, stay tuned after the show because we're going to do a little montage of, of Moises in action. And yeah, you can I'm going to send dude, you all some good stuff. <laughs> yeah, we can see this dude bouncing around and doing some crazy things. So we're going to definitely check it out. So the YouTube version is going to go a little bit longer because you can have that montage. I want to thank everybody for joining us on the show and hearing Moises' incredible story. I want this to not only... Uh, it, you follow Moises, but I want his story to inspire everybody out there who's trying to make health changes, who's got issues that they've, they're dealing with, and who also have dreams to pursue, and they have to pursue through medical issues and things like that. Know that there's there's alternatives out there, there's ways you can treat yourself, and, and to keep pursuing your dreams. I also want to let everybody know that this episode is always, as all these episodes are really sponsored by our Patreon group. Pa uh, you can go to Kate, uh, to uh, patreon.com slash Carrie Brown or patreon.com slash the fatty Joe show. And the patrons keep the lights on. They keep everything moving. And the more people who support, the more we can make improvements on the show. I want to give a couple of shout outs to people who support. And I want to say thank you to Ada Crum and Becky Cottle. I want to thank you very much for being patrons. You, you, we have a, a lot of great people on the Patreon. And these are two people who are 
wonderful enough to support and help bring the show out. And also the show is brought to you by Carrie Brown. It is a Carrie Brown production. She's running the holiday master classes right now. She's got the holiday books. So if you want to stay keto for the holidays and you want to learn how to cook some really awesome stuff that's still keeping you in the keto realm, go check out CarrieBrown.com. Check out the master class link. Check out the books on there. And that also helps keep us going. And if you want some Fatty Joe swag, you could also check the links below for our Zazzle account. You can go and support your Fatty Joe shirt, get your coffee mug, and it helps keep things going. Also, if you like the show, please like, rate the show down below, leave a comment, and share the show out with people. And if you share the show, tag us in, tag us in so we, we know what's going on and who you are. All right, everybody. We will see you on the next episode. All right, everybody. Have a great day and be kind to one another. Thank you for joining us on the Fatty Joe Show. Be sure to leave a comment and subscribe. It helps the show reach more people. To support the show, as well as Carrie Brown and Yogi's work on the blog, Keto Recipe Development, Master Classes, and to gain access to private Facebook groups and other awards, go to patreon.com slash Show or patreon.com slash Carrie Brown. Also, check out our Carrie Brown and Yogi Parker YouTube channel for video versions of the Fatty Joe Show, recipe videos, and more. Join our awesome community on the Facebook group, The Keto Kitchen with Carrie Brown and Yogi Parker, and check out our CarrieBrown.com website for recipes, blog posts, discounts, cookbooks, masterclasses, and other great stuff. Thank you so much.